0: Welcome back everyone. This is David Dacre on the Open Bar Experience. Welcome. Today we're going to talk about my uh, some of my pet peeves. And I think they're pet peeves to a lot of people in the industry. So, what are some of those pet peeves? First, I'm going to tell you what I'm drinking. What I'm drinking here is some Lambrusco. Now, depending how old you are is how you know Lambrusco. If you're a millennial, then you uh, know it as something that is pretty delicious, nice and effervescent. If you're not, if you're a Generation X or something like that, then you know it as that fucking thing that um, was pretty nasty parents probably kept a bottle of it and uh hold on a second so that bottle was probably of the cheapest shit that italy had to export that's what your parents were drinking all right so what lambrusco is this this is gonna be Vecchia Modena Cleto Charli e figli, And it's fucking premium. It says it on the bottom. I mean, on the bottle. Yeah. So anyways, uh, pretty delicious stuff that I picked up over at Camerata. If you're in Houston, I can pick up a bottle. Anyways, so getting back to the pet peeves. Pet peeves. I'm going to start with some of the really obvious stuff between bartender and waiters okay and so waiters all right so you have these waiters they stand uh you know go to the POS right next to the service well they put in a drink order prints up on the uh on the printer and not two seconds later order the bar no fucking shit Then they go on to stand at the well for about five minutes or whatever amount of time it takes you to have their drinks about to be served. In other words, you're about to put it in the glass and garnish it. And they'll stand there and watch you make just about the whole fucking drink. And right as about the the time you're going to put it in the glass and garnish it, they walk away. Seriously, come on, man. Fucking wake the fuck up. You can wait another 10 seconds and take your drinks with you. And then they're gone for like 10 minutes. And then they want to say that it's a 20-minute ticket. All right, that's a couple of pet peeves on mine when it comes to the waiters. Then there's uh, some of our beautiful, lovely, patronizing guests. And that is you'll be at the service well and you have no computer and you're fucking making drinks. It doesn't look that busy but you're making drinks for the whole place. So you're busy. And for whatever reason this type of person walks up to you whenever there is like two or three other registers with bartenders at them and wants you to close them out. And you're like, okay so they got a line over there people waiting and that one has a line over there waiting so you just didn't want to wait and you come to me and I got like shit to do and no computer to help you out with I'm not encouraging you to be for rude at all on the contrary there's a time whenever you're like very very cool you know ask them what their name is oh that's the other one What's the name of the tab? John. Is that the last name? Oh, no, no. Smith. What? You're so fucking important that everybody knows who the fuck John is and know how to find your tab? It's Richard. Is that the last name? Oh, no, no. It's Schneider. What the fuck, dude? And So, you take their name and then you pass it off to somebody at the computer you know that would be the the the, the hosp- hospitable thing to do then you have the uh, other kind of uh, well yeah wait i got to go to the going to go to the waiter one more time before i get to the manager is is whenever you have that waiter that is always hanging out at the service bar and you wonder is like what kind of experience are you guests having and every once in a while you'll, you'll ask him it's like hey you know how's your tables doing that's the bartender right and they're like oh yeah they're good they're good it's fine and then manager walks up and he's like how's your tables doing oh yeah yeah they're good they're good they're doing fine from the service well you can take over take a look over at his tables you see that same as glass of the first drink you, you serve them. Napkins on plates. Well, sometimes not even that obvious, but you see crumbs all over the place. And you'll see like, you know, half empty uh, water glasses. And you'll see, you know, the uh, appetizer plate is done. Or there's no bread at the table. And they're, yeah, yeah, they're fine, they're fine. And then those—that is exactly the person that will bitch about not making any money, not getting enough shifts, <laughs> and no fucking teamwork in this place. All right, so that's the waiters, and I'm gonna—I'm gonna cut off at the waiters right there because you guys—you have a long list. You have a really long list of shit that you do that makes no fucking sense so then bar managers alright so bar managers beverage directors fucking owners whatever what the fuck is this thing about you know how much you're gonna pay me to put you on the back bar I've worked in enough places that I've heard that dumb shit said And all I'm thinking is, like, really? You can't create a fucking beverage program that makes money without having to get paid to put shit on your fucking back bar? Or how much of the, uh, if I bring in a keg of your beer, how much are you going to buy back? What? Is Is it a shitty beer? When the fuck are you bringing it in? That shit that fucking frustrates me. Anyways. I'm gonna move on to the kitchen now. What the fuck is the deal with that pizza guy that can't ever not burn your fucking pizza? I mean, it's like, dude, it's late. And I always eat pizza. Why you have to fuck it up? Yeah. There's that guy. here's another one what's up with the chefs They have no problem coming up to you say hey man you got a shot for chef and then you're like hey man I'm hungry like, yeah 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 I got you I got you and you never ever see any food from them like never well every once in a while they'll send some fries maybe with some cheese on it like, yeah, yeah yeah man I got you like, what the fuck is that I mean is this what the, knowing the chef gets me because knowing the dishwasher gets me a lot more <laughs> oh man what about the dishwasher you know the guy that never has time to uh, wash the dishes It's like dude and then what about the chefs that like have one or two ways Either everything is bar food, or everything is you know to impress Thomas Keller, (laughs) or you know chefs. Yeah, we'll say chefs, like not line cooks. What about the chef that spends countless of hours talking to you about kuth and langiap? and steps of service and hospitality and you know yeah pure pure passion for the art and the craft of service right you ever worked with one of those chefs and then at 8, 8.30 at night whenever there's a bunch of tickets and you know it's the busy time of the it's the busy time of the, uh, of the evening. They were here screaming at you from across the room. It's like, hey, she forgot the microgreens. And it's like, dude, couth. <laughs> um, ah, here's one. What about the chefs that always worry about how much the bar is spending in produce? The simple equation. Kitchen pays the bills, bar makes the profit. And I mean, yeah, the citrus the amount of citrus that, that, that the bar uses or herbs doesn't even get close to throwing a fucking budget off. What about the cook? That is always stoned, and never gives a shit about how long the fries have been in the fryer. Like you get cold fries or you get burnt fries from this guy. Doesn't make a difference to him. <laughs> oh man, have you got? In, in okay, bro love behind the line. Ha, have you guys ever worked in a place where there's bro love? Like there's two guys that just can't get enough of each other. Especially when it's in the grill and the uh, and the saute. It's kind of like, oh man. And with the homer homoerotic shit that goes on in the kitchen, it's sort of, you know, seems a little bit out of place. But not, it's very normal. Anyways, I've had too much Lambrusco. And, um, yeah, guys, make sure that you keep the conversation going, even if you're making a little bit of fun of, your, of each other, um, you know, it takes, uh, it, it takes a whole team of people to get shit done, so you can poke each other at e- you can, you can poke fun at each other without, uh, making it an, uh, er, us versus them type of thing. So, this is David Daiquiri in the Open Bar Experience. Keep the conversation going.